This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! BJ, what did you want to tell us about Tyler Hero's basketball camp from this weekend? Uh, well, one, he's our best friend now, so... Wow. Yeah, we get him on the pod. Frankie, get him on. No, no, no. It was, a, it was an amazing experience. Um, so this past weekend, my, my wonderful wife and I uh, were uh, basically supporting this, this company called Flexworks. Uh, they basically do youth sports camps around the country, uh, you know, promoting leadership and, and uh, uh, fundamentals for sports for uh, basically young athletes, like trying to grow in the sport and, and become the best they can be. Uh, and this Flexworks, uh, the owner, uh, one of my my wife's uh, best friends uh, and, you know, close friends of ours, uh, they, they knew each other. Um, they know they know the owner and we were part of this whole thing. So we got to witness it. And Tyler Hero is actually part of the camp and local local to where we are here in South Florida. Uh, and we got to kind of witness it and see how it, it, it was structured. And he um, went viral, right? He crossed some kid over. Oh, yeah, that was that was amazing. And if you saw like House of Highlights or some of these these different venues, like you, you'll see the videos. And we were actually there in the background. Um, if you look closely. But yeah, he did cross some kids over. We'll have to zoom in. So some... I was gonna say, how did you experience that? Like, what what did you see on the ground level that you may not have appreciated from watching it on social media? Uh, I mean, it was honestly, it was basically what you saw on on social media was exactly what I saw in live in studio. Like, there was nothing different. Like, it was just. So Tyler Hero made just he was some... going. He was going hundred percent. He just made trip. some. He just made some poor camper his bitch. You should. That's what players should do. Yeah, but they these kids. Go light. I don't but know. The, the the good thing is like these kids were very lighthearted. They obviously knew who he was, and um, it was a it was a good experience for them. Like all of them were smiling and laughing the whole time. Nobody got like nobody was crying or anything like that. I was I was gonna say if you're a kid, it's like wow, that's cool. I got to play one on one with an NBA player. I don't think you would like get get sad. It's like that is something that that person does for a living. Absolutely, it was it was pretty awesome though, just seeing a, a professional athlete right in front of you like just do something like this is i mean it's cool it, it kind of humanizes them you know um and it was cool that tyler hero you know one of the the rising stars in the league you know was uh, able to be participating in something like this so um yeah i mean there's more to come with flexworks i i think it's a great company and um it's growing as we speak uh and and we're looking forward to more so is it crazy that this year like we're I hate to do like the typical like office small talk thing, but can you believe that we're already in late August and September? No, basketball season's gonna be I'm right around the out. corner for you. I mean, I mean, you're excited. You're you're Ben. You're starting to do work for yeah football uh, for football. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's technically in. here. I guess yeah. it's still quote unquote the preseason, but yeah, football's football's here. You know, it's funny because 
you're in the off season, right? And you think it like the off season feels really long, especially for if you play fantasy or if you're a college football fan. But I feel like it's very long. But then it like almost sneaks sneaks up on you, like the start of camp or uh, fantasy football drafts or whatever. Um, but yeah, football is here. Preseason. We're in our last week. This is the last week of the preseason. Get a week off, and then football is is back until the end of the year it's and, crazy um, to think about how many mock drafts have you done so far i've done one i i've honestly done one um you know <laughs> most of our most of i think all of our drafts um should be next weekend and this is maybe maybe a hot take but if you're a commissioner of a league and you do a draft Uh-oh. before before <laughs> the last preseason game has ended you are the worst commissioner. Okay, I'm so safe. you're a good. Con- I'm yeah. safe. I'm safe. You're the Shane's worst commissioner, commissioner out there. I mean, what are we doing here? Like, I know people have conflicting schedules, but you have a full week after the last preseason game like ends to figure it out. And uh, I, I mean, I, I've heard of people doing fancy drafts like last week. Like, what are we doing yeah. here? What, what What are we doing here? Um, that's how you know the rookies and the vets. Like, if you're in a, an experienced league, your draft is. September 7th, right? The Wednesday before your the draft Thursday is, night game. Your draft is generally going to be that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before that yes. Thursday yep. night kickoff. Or maybe that Saturday because it's the first Saturday of college football and you can go out and enjoy yourself. And Yeah. You, got, you, got, you really got 10 days between the last preseason game until the start of the season. Your draft needs to be within those 10 days. I don't care what anyone's schedule is. I don't care if half the draft can't make it. You set the date, and you know people, people will, decide, will figure it out. People will decide if what's there's important money to them. People right? will figure it out. People will figure it out, um, just like we did. I mean, you know? it's common sense too. Like, think about <clears throat> how many injuries there have been already. You can't draft before the preseason. Exactly. Ends. There's cuts. There's injuries. If you're crying, if you're in a league that has a draft before the preseason ends, you need to find a new league because yep. your commissioner is a rookie and he needs to like really do some homework we'd love them on the pod you know a commissioner <laughs> that has had their draft before the last preseason game honestly dm us i would love to like hot take but not really because I, you're a rookie I'm, i i feel attacked but at the same time like i actually no your oh, initial you're, date not, was after the last preseason i'm game. not i'm not guilty i did it i think i wasn't even the commissioner one year i think we did a draft way too early i drafted kelvin benjamin and kelvin benjamin tore his acl in preseason I think so. Oh, no. He tore in, like, a practice. Now, now, you know, people will argue, like, right, the good starters probably aren't playing in the preseason, but, like... A little bit? The last little, game. You never know. The last game, the a last little game. bit. Well, now the preseason's kind of changed. I mean, the last game's kind of like roster cuts. You kind of have your slaps playing. But, I mean, look at a guy like Tyrone Smith on the Cowboys, right? You can't draft him. He's a left tackle. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's the Dallas O-line, so you maybe you'll rethink of drafting uh, Zeke back. or maybe Dak. Um you want to wait until the la- injuries happen. I know that, but at least you want to wait. You want to give like enough time where preseason's over, and like preseason practices are different than regular season, right? They're not as hard, so you're not going to really get injured in a regular season practice because they're typically lighter. Yeah. So that's why you want to wait till the preseason ends. And um, I yeah. agree. Our, you're a our much commissioner for your our much awaited fantasy football segment is going oh, to be you guys thought this next was week popping. Just wait. You don't get that just yet. But for now, I, I do want to talk about something that 
I mean, for you and I, I, I don't know like how this is going to play with younger people who potentially listen to our show, but God, Albert Pujols has been somebody that's been around since our childhood. We're I mean, he's nine. Le- he was legitimately our childhood. Nine. I remember my uncle got me triple play baseball 2002, and I, whenever I would make a franchise or do uh, do like a season mode, I would always try uh, try for Albert Pujols. Because he was the hot rookie coming off like that 2001 rookie season. Oh, one was his rookie year, yep. I was the Mariners. I would always trade because the Mariners have like the best team in baseball ever. And then they haven't won a playoff series or I think even made the playoffs since then. But our Pujols was the hot rookie back then. And now it's his, it's his last season ever. 693 home runs later. He's still there. He'll hit it. He's hitting like 500, 512 in the last 12 games or something like that. Something crazy. I really want him to hit 700 home runs. I have issues with the Cardinals because the Cardinals beat the Mets in the 2006 NLCS and old old habits die hard. But Albert Pujols, one of the best hitters of our of our time. time, he's going to be the Mickey Mantle of our generation. He's the Babe Ruth of our generation. Albert Pujols is close to 700 home runs. But I mean, the way that you're looking at it right now, are there are there pitchers like Madison Bumgarner who are just grooving him fastballs up in the zone so that he can hit him out because their teams are out of contention and people just have a lot of respect for him? You're shaking your head, VJ. I don't I don't know if I agree with you on that because the Cubs he hit a home run. He hit a bunch of home runs against the Diamondbacks. Those are both teams out of contention with pitchers that have pitched to him for a long time. If he was at six ninety nine and I was a pitcher, I'd be throwing him the meatballs. I'd be thro- I'd be throwing him <laughs> frogs in the studio, right, like literally right down the middle. I mean, I would be I'd the most hittable pitch. I mean, okay. Well, I think about that. think about it this way: he's got six ninety nine, and this was the scenario that I was actually thinking about just yesterday. Last game of the season, he's got six ninety eight or six ninety nine. Hundred percent throwing it down. Do you just yeah. start? Do you just start throwing like eighty-nine mile per hour hanging slider that he could just hit four hundred and ten feet? I would go up to him during BP and say, "Look, get his Venmo." I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be like, "Look, I'm literally throwing a fastball every pitch right down the middle, or I'm going to try to. So don't look anything else. I'm not going to throw anything else. Um, if you do, you're a scumbag because." <laughs> <laughs> First up, he should hit 700. Also, you'll be in the record books, you know, forever. You'll be you'll be in the highlight reel when they play the Hall of Fame. Like his last it. ever at bat. If you give up a home run, that'll be you, right? Even there. then, how crazy is it that like, if let's say something like that happens, right, where you talk to the pitcher somehow before the game and be like, "Yo, just throw this one down the middle," you could still hit a ball, like. 400 feet I would love to be capable of just taking a pitcher deep if he threw it right down the middle if any, I'd probably miss yeah if any amateur or even like think about single a double a whatever like if you told people to just just throw it down middle don't worry I'll do it half these guys are not gonna hit it out no, I, don't, I don't know if I would hit it out they might drive it to like left dimensions. center or something yeah. maybe get a double out of it but that's the yeah. other thing that's like let's say it doesn't that's get how out. good he is if you're the outfielder do you try as hard as you can to turn it into an inside the park home run <laughs> imagine that's his last no home in the what park if he there? hits it in the double like a gap in the double right near the center field you're running over and you just take the ball and you launch it out I think that stadium. becomes a ground rule double is it a right ground rule I think so because it I bounce, guess you'd have to it keep bounce it in play and you have to throw it you would have to like basically catch it yeah, in your glove and like it volley it out, like Jose Canseco. See, I would, I You'd I have know. to like it hits the head. You'd have to get a header. Yeah. Nah, he's got to hit pull it out a Christian Pulisic. I think if he oh. 
ends the year not at 700 he needs to come back on like a 10 day next year i think he'll do that oh they'll do that i mean it's gonna be think think about it this way if he ends up at 697 or 698 i mean he's at six he's at 693 now right he's got a whole month left i think he can hit four home runs think about the documentary camera crews the netflix series that there's going to be on the race to 700 it's going to be mr 3000 but for real yeah and like if you he, remember he that rest person, in peace bernie mac he might be the last person to hit um 700 realistically i would think so i, I, like, I would certainly at least think in our so. lifetime I mean, 699 sounds nice so i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, so. Okay, all right. <laughs> you, I, I think you, I think you want to have the round number though. But coming <laughs> yes. up next, a segment that we've thought about for a while. I have some serious thoughts before we get to it. But that that's how we do it here. I uh, I rope you in. <laughs> I give you a little bit of serious stuff, but then we give you all the fun stuff on the back end. I've got some thoughts on some loan forgiveness. But then coming up next, we talked about it last week. We told some good stories. Our favorite little Wayne verse. Everybody in the show. Coming up next, we're going to hear about Toonchi's best verses. The Business on Top Podcast. All right, guys. Before we get into the fun stuff of what is our favorite Lil Wayne verse, I did want to address something that was out there. Uh, I know that there has been a lot of discussion online in the social media circles about the $10,000 in loan forgiveness, including... 20,000 for for Pell Grant recipients and I know we normally don't do serious stuff very well on the show every now and then I want to do something like that and I think this is one of those times because I I hear a lot of talk about oh this is a handout or oh this is something that uh, is going to adversely affect people or this is something that in the long run it is stupid and I just kind of want to give everybody a little bit of a quick reality check on this, and I'm just going to spit some facts, right? $10,000 in loan forgiveness. Think about how many people are making millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, or there are people that were able to go to school or pay for their school completely based on money that mommy and daddy gave them. But for the record, if you remember, coronavirus very early on, $750 billion in PPP loans that were quote-unquote handed out to corporate leadership were all forgiven. And so if that amount had gone straight to people of the United States, it would have knocked out close to half of all student debt. That's fact number one. Fact number two, we're going to go look at this right here. Um, Nearly 90% of debt cancellation is going to go to borrowers earning less than $75,000, okay? And for people that say, oh, well, I, I, I had it bad or I had to work to pay off my loans, you're good. You're making money now. Your debt is gone. And so the simple question that I would say to those people is like, what do you care? Nearly all Pell Grant recipients come from families with incomes of $60,000 or less. So what are you doing trying to punch down when there are people that are actually being helped by this? On top of that, the cost of attending college is not the same as it was in 1980 or 1990. It hasn't kept up with the the rate of inflation, right? Mm -hmm. Federal support hasn't kept pace with the cost of attending college. In about 1980, you look at your cost of of attending college, uh, public four-year university cost about $8,000. 
Per and your maximum Pell Grant per is year? Uh, yeah, about yeah, about okay. per about per year. Okay. And so per year now the cost is about twenty four thousand. Yeah. Your money just doesn't go as far as it did. And I mean, the perfect example is think about when you were a kid and you used to get a Big Mac in like in the nineties. Yeah. A Big Mac in the nineties was two fifty. It's five bucks now. If you go drive, if if you and I were to get off this show, we were to drive through McDonald's, it was going to cost five bucks. The dollar does not go as far as it did when the people who are complaining, and most of them are boomers, so I have to throw in the obligatory "okay, boomer." Mm-hmm. When these boomers who are complaining that their houses, like the average cost of their houses, were eighty thousand, ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. You want to know what the average cost of a house is right now? It's like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The dollar does not go as far as it did once upon a time. And so for giving $10,000 in student loans, I'm sorry that you didn't have that, but you're helping out. This action is helping out a lot of people who could really use that help. And so my question is, why do you object so vehemently to something that's going to help out people that need it? Why is the message... We need to help the people who already have the means to help themselves. And so that's all I've got on that subject. Let's move on to something that's a lot more fun. But I want to be left out. My Eskimo, my Eskimo brother, Little Wayne, has wait, had... Wait, wait, no, no, no. I... Do we want to... <laughs> I think, t- I, I think do people... you want to still... T- do you have some, yeah, yeah, you have some stuff to yeah, weigh in on this? I mean, I'm curious. I, I okay. we all do, but... Look, if you're complaining that you paid off your student loans, right, and that people who haven't are getting 10K off... It's a you drop should, in the you bucket. Should, you should be so happy that your student loans are paid off or are, are paid off because I, I don't know the percentage, but let's say it's like 75% of the 10K that are getting student loans knocked off. They still have student loan debt. Like the 10K is just a drop in their, the bucket is like off their total, right? They still have money to pay. The people who paid it off don't have to worry. They're good. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't know, adversely impact the, you. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like... Like, you're fortunate that whether you make enough money or maybe you didn't have as much as in loans. You're set. That's stop death. It's, it's a political agenda. You, yeah, we just, all know this, and we're not we're not going to get into it, but... Stop crying. I would, love to, get, I would love to get into it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would rather, I would rather get into what our favorite Let's, Lil Wayne verses yeah. are. We'll, we'll get on NPR next. Okay? I, for, I forgot to put in a trigger warning for, for people who may, be, who may be upset by that topic of discussion, <laughs> but we're going to close the show strong. All right. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Shane's Eskimo yeah, yeah. brother um, is a well-known... Arguably, he's a fairly good hip hop artist. I would make the argument. He was definitely a, a generational talent. I, I generational talent for Lil Wayne. Okay, put that on the poll. The best, I, I, I'm actually curious about that. The best at uh, business on top pod he's on probably Instagram. Probably the biggest rapper ever. Right? No, no, no. I I would disagree Whoa. with that. Uh, what? Nas, Nas, Eminem, Fifty okay, Cent, yeah. and Jay Z would all like a word. He's top ten no for sure, but he's he's the biggest ever. Arguably top five. I'm not saying the best ever. I'm saying the biggest ever, most well known. Is top five? Is Lil Wayne the biggest hip hop artist ever? Put not, it on the poll. App is not top ever, five. but top I five. Say ever. Top five. Well, top regardless, five, top five. this man had you knew in the early 2000s. You put on a song, right? You download off LimeWire. You probably got like 18 Trojans while trying to listen to this new Lil Wayne remix song, right? But when when the song was going and you heard Lil Wayne's feature and you heard the lighter flick, you were 
the lighter you flick. probably needed a new pair of shorts or pants next to you because <laughs> it was about to be a banger. fire a banger. and i've been yearning for that lighter flick urinating since early to mid 2000s so breaking we're, we're gonna reminisce wait, 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 wait. before we do our thing the rare VJ Patel. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We got Ben's top four Lil Wayne songs. Oh, songs. Yeah, that came, that came out of left field. Speaking yeah. of not features. No, and yeah, top and four Lil Wayne songs in no songs. particular order. Your favorite. No. Top. Four. Not, now, to now, while he, and, like, I was gonna say, let him look through the catalog, and then you and I can go back and forth. We're gonna play tennis about uh, about Lil Wayne or pickleball, Wheezy. And what's another nickname for him? I mean, I got Wheezy uh, and Toonchi. 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 Um, uh, is there any more? Uh, Did I peter out already? Just Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Wayne. Just take Mr. Carter. Mr. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Carter. I remember, there was, um, I remember there was one time I was at my friend's house and, like, someone called my last name of, of Carter. And my friend's mom, like, sees the caller ID and she's like, who's Carter? I was like, oh, that's Lil Wayne. Pick up. All right, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through this list kind of as we go. Shout out Jay Michelin. But here's the top four in no order. In no order. It's never is, in any particular song, order. Not his feature because his features are a lot better than his songs usually. Wow, that's a hot take. I feel. No, like. it is. I, that's a fact. Uh, no, tell it's me, true. tell it's me true. more. Uh, okay, in no particular order. Lollipop. Gotta yes. be in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lollipop. Classic. We will go. A Millie. Look, Ooh. if a Millie, I don't care if you're riding in a Toyota Camry 04, like shitty bass, right? You're turning the bass up, and that's going to make your car sound like it's got the best bass of all time. Let's a Millie, go. Um, a million this, here, a million This is going to be a hot take, but I'm a fan of this, and this is like a little different um, Little Wayne type of song. But I'm going to throw How to Love in there, uh, making the top four in my Let's top go. four. The rare deep Little Wayne and song. Yep. Number four, in no particular order. Uh, let me make sure I don't miss one because oh, oh man, what's the one? Um, oh, I can't think of the uh, the song. What's the one when he's like, um, God, I can't even remember the lyrics. It was like junior high school, sophomore year high school. Uh, it was what's a goon to a goblin. Oh, that's Steady Mobbin. Steady, Steady, Steady Mobbin. How was I the first one to get this? Because you, that's, that's I'm, I'm the least hip hop you know. out of the three of exactly. us, and even Mobbin's I know four. that. That's one. how you know he's a generational talent. Steady Mobbin's <laughs> four. So we got even Lolli- boomers know who he is. Even even boomers like me. Lollipop. Yeah. What did I say? Lollipop. Steady Mobbin. Lollipop. Steady Mobbin. How, how to love. love. Did I say a fourth? No. A Millie. A Millie. A Millie. Oh, and a Millie. Okay. That's my four. Oh, that's a good one. Bedrock. It's got a lot of features though. We got fans in Bed the Rock's stands, good. boys. Bedrock's good, but let's from let's the quickly, peanut we from, got, from downtown from the peanut gallery. We got um our Taco Bell's waiting it. Bucky for cold. three. Let's do our uh, verses. Um, I don't know how we want to do this. I don't know if we want to clockwise. If we're gonna go. How how do we want to do? If this? you start, like, if you want. if you like me to start, you guys are definitely the more um. I don't more. Care. I you guys start. you guys are more uh of the little Wayne consuming group in high school so i mean i i can do this one all right so you okay, all right, so I'll, st- I'll start it off and i'll you know i'll read the lyrics off you'll recognize this song we've alluded to it a few times i think i'm gonna need a winn dixie grocery bag full of money to do this one but 
<laughs> get money. It was every single white girl status in 2008 and 2009 on Facebook. But I'll cool your ass down if you think you're hot shit. So Rolex, watch this. I do it, four, five, six. My click clack goes black, four, fifth. And just like it, I'll blow that shit. Because, bitch, I'm the bomb. Like, tick, tick. Have, you know, I have that verse tattooed on my ass, actually. Ben shows ones. us next. That's one of my favorite ones. That's a good choice. That's a, that is a good one. I do like that one. Oh, man. Bitch, I'm the bomb so, like Tick Tick. Every single girl you went to high school with had that as a Facebook status sure. once upon a time. Shane is so in tune with the culture right now. It's he is. Wow, crazy. God. You I, almost I, sounded like Little Wayne. Actually. I really feel I, like yeah, I'm I, I really feel like I'm hip. Yeah. No, you are. Hey, yeah. Good good job. I'm with All it. All right. Uh, Ben, you, you want, want me, me to be last go? or you want me to go? I don't care. I could go. Okay, go, go. All right. My verse is recited from the poem. The poem. <laughs> Lollipop remix featuring Kanye West. This is Oh, uh, the God. Best I love a time. good featuring this Kanye is, West. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. I should probably actually confirm. I'm pretty sure Lil Wayne says his verse. I don't think it's Kanye's. No, this is 100%. Talk Lil into Wayne's. the microphone because this is important. This is 100% Lil Wayne's. It's not Thank Kanye's you. verse. Thank All right. You. Okay. All right. All right Shakespeare's ready? jealous right Lollipop now. Lollipop remix. <laughs> Safe sex is great sex. Better wear a latex, because you don't want that latex Tex. that oh. I think I'm latex. Oh, that's a classic. Oh. If you listen to those lyrics, those lyrics are, um, like, blow your mind. If you hear it in the song, I mean, this dude is just Cause, like, when like you an first, author. When you first hear those lyrics, when you first hear the song... You don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, you're most of the time like, you're just going through. You're the just song listening to the beat, beat but but the yeah. more you, li- it's like a hidden puzzle. Like the more you look at it, the more it means something. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Huh? Said it's deep. It's it deep. is secretly it's deep. Very deep. And then you said Phrasing. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what yes. she said. Yes. <laughs> that is what. Yep. Yep. Um, he's okay, talking about so, condoms. <laughs> Well, that's my little Wayne verse. That be safe um, out there. All right, we need the closer. Uh, do you want me to? Uh, do you want me to play the Edwin okay. Diaz song? I, I don't want. <laughs> da, no, no, da, don't da, play the closer song. Da, da, recite, da, da. recite the song. Mine's gonna be very simple, a simple line. This but is it comes from a good song. So this is big. This is episode seventy-three closer. Okay, so it is from a very popular song that most people know, a Millie. Okay, my top four. Okay, the line. The line. It's a line, not a whole verse. It's okay. it's the line. One line. I don't owe you like two vowels. That was it? <laughs> Think about it. I know. I mean I don't owe you like two vowels. Owing you are two vowels. Yeah, but when you when like I said, when you think about it, when you hear it first, nobody's thinking like, okay, well, it's just a it's another very line. Deep. Is it But then you yeah. look at it, I don't owe you. If you look at the lyrics, it's the letter O, the letter U. Whenever like I think of vowels. IOU, I always just think of Lloyd Christmas and Dumb and Dumber. I don't owe you. Yeah, exactly, right? That's deep. I, he, he I'm thought about to think on that. Well, now I'm just thinking of IOU and IOU from Triple Play Baseball, or was that MVP Jesus. Baseball? No, we're not. It's a different category. <laughs> it's a different category. I'm running too far afield of what we were supposed to talk about. But, but do we all do we all agree that the greatest one ever that we couldn't pick just because it was like the retired yes. number was real G's moving silence. Like lasagna. Yeah, that was the best saying. one. That was the one rule. 100%. All right. Real G's moving silence. Like, like lasagna. lasagna. Not as good as, 
Was I think he probably the one thing that's better than lasagna is a grilled cheese burrito. And I think uh, on that note, we got to go go ahead and get ours. Next week, we'll have more for you. Fantasy football. But that's all there is for this week. There is no more. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Little Merry burrito to all and to all a good night. <laughs>